in the corner. Two ball. Uh-oh. He's heating up like that leftover lasagna. Two-piece, no biscuit. It's a five-to-three game. She had her sliding like ice roll truckers. My, 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 my. She's fast. Oh, yeah. She finishes with the scoop. What flavor you want? Woo! Shit! FIBA 3X3. Noah Lazarus. Q, yo! We back! Let's go. Oh yeah, that's a groove right there. Shout out to New York, DJ Flavor Maddox, my guy Noah Lazarus, the Work With Me More remix out right now. Make sure y'all check that out. What's good, people? It's your boy, Kyle Montgomery, the voice of 3X3. This is the voice on 3X3 with my guy, Dave B. We back. We back. Busy September, Dave B. A lot is going down in September. Women's Series Final. World Tour, Europe Cup, U18, Red Bull Regionals are going down. As a matter of fact, I just got back. So we got a lot to, to discuss. We got a lot to look forward to. You know, I just mentioned, I just got back from Minneapolis. Y'all see me rocking the Red Bull t-shirt today. Uh, Shout if, out to Red Bull. If we don't have any energy on this show with as much Red Bull as you got on, <laughs> yeah. that is a good I mean, point, my friend. My Red Bull is sugar-free. <laughs> If we don't have, if we're not bringing uh, energy this time, same we gotta with represent. us. We yeah. got to represent. And I'm feeling <laughs> the background too, the Red Bull background. Yeah. So this is uh, Nationals from like uh, 2019 because there wasn't one like, you know, it's been crazy. But we'll right, get one right, in right. 2022. Yeah. Now, I know you didn't get to check out any of the action that, you know, I was just a part of in Minneapolis. Through you on Instagram. But let me tell y'all. The Red Bull 3X Regionals, Midwest Regionals, has some talent up there. Uh, even some throwback talent, too. There was some new talent. Obviously, that this is a grassroots tournament, so you know teams can essentially just come off the streets. You pay your registration fee. You got four guys together, um, 21 teams. Uh, that's what it How started with done? on day one. How What's that? How would we have done? Um, Look. If you still got a jumper, then we might have did. We might have did okay. Because I, I would have been driving drive and dish. Okay, drive and dish. that's all I need you to do. Okay, uh, but not against the big dogs. Not against the three ball Minnesotas, the three ball selects, the three ball Omahas. Uh, oh, but see, they they would look at my gray. They would be an all silver fox. I got you. And I would have limped, <laughs> limped around a little bit, and they would be like, "Oh, see," and then whoop whoop. Yep. <laughs> I think you're going to hit him with the okie doke. Okay, yeah, I see you. <laughs> no, but you know, competition was pretty good out there. Uh, women's women's competition and the men's competition. But um, even with all that said, Three Ball Minnesota, some wildly 3X vets, Paris Kyles, Brinsley Haywood, uh, those guys, they're getting, getting it done on the men's side. So not a big surprise. I think that they were just a, they were a tier above the rest in terms of understanding the game. But from a talent perspective, a gra I mean, even with it being grassroots, guys really took hold of the game pretty quickly. Um, I saw some flashes of that American talent out there in Minneapolis. Yeah. And Trey Bardsley, 
put on a show. Yeah. And you and I were talking about him when we were catching up after you got home. Yeah. There's a cat that can translate to the world tour. Oh my God. Not just translate. I'm talking about become a flat out superstar on, yeah. on the world tour. So normally he's with three ball Omaha. He was with three ball select uh, out there and just outside of Minneapolis. We were in Blaine. But when I'm telling y'all, this is a shooter that's unlike any that we're seeing on the world tour right now. When I talk about this guy is lights out, I'm talking about this dude, Trey shot it. I mean, I have to double check the stats, but he had to shoot at least 70% from two range. If you gave him a, I mean, a slither of a look at the rim, count it, count it. You unleash a weapon like that on the world tour on a consistent basis, yeah, it becomes an instant star, and and they're talking about changing the game. So that was one of the big takeaways too. Yeah. Well, and and the big video on on IG right now is him nutmegging somebody and then the little floater in the lane. I know, you know, and ironically, I was I think I had my back turned. I was calling a game on the other court, and I missed him throwing the ball through the through the guy's leg, which which hurt me because you know I'm a sucker for a good highlight. I need a good highlight. Somebody getting clowned though, but. I missed that, but I did happen to see uh, a whole lot of the rest of his body work. So, look great. You know, I saw four teams qualify to the Nationals that will be happening in 2022. You know, all of these players with hopes of uh, potentially representing uh, the USA national teams going forward in the Olympics and the national competitions on the FIBA um, circuit as well. Um, and to be able to call themselves champions. So, you know, it's they're narrowing it down. A couple more regionals to go. Uh, actually, another really big regional coming up, the South Regional in Charlotte. Um, first week of October, I think October 9th, that's going to be a direct qualifier to the FIBA 3X3 Mexico City Masters. So we're going to get to see some of that Red Bull grassroots talent start to filter into, you know, uh, the FIBA 3X3 World Tour, the Pro Tour in Europe. And aside from Mexico City, it's also a chance for USA Basketball to look for look at some folks because America, November 12th through the 14th in Miami is coming up. And that's going to be a part of the way the Team USA is formed is through that Charlotte. So you got Charlotte on the 9th, you got LA on the 9th, but Charlotte's, man, there's a lot of, uh, lot riding on that term for sure. Oh. And, and it's been what a lot of players have been talking about and really waiting for. I get American players all the time saying, man, man, how, how I want to play over there on the FIBA 3X3 World Tour. How I get on the World Tour? How I get on the World Tour? Well, yeah, yeah, you got, you got to start playing, get you a team together. You got to register. But now they're finding the channel through, thankfully, what Red Bull is providing here in the States. And, you know, now they get to play against the best of the best in Europe. They get to play on the pro tour you know this isn't grassroots these are the pros these are teams that have been playing this game for years and if you think you're ready to play we're gonna soon find out so i'm 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 really really glad to see this direct feeder from an american tournament over to europe well obviously we won't be playing in europe the game will be happening in mexico city but, but still, still right right so well, uh, yeah of, so you asked princeton you asked carla world tours no joke it's hard no. Yeah, hard, and you know we saw a little bit of where the talent gap is in Montreal mm -hmm. with some of the Canadian teams with 
free ball Omaha being there. We, you know, look, it was great learning experience, but there's definitely it's next level step. Right. But what I will say though, in the U S is there's two organizations here in the U S that are really from a grassroots level and Red Bull is giving the venue. They're giving, you know, all the things to help, but three ball, which is three ball, Omaha, three ball, select three ball, Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis. I mean, they've got a, a wide ranging program mm-hmm. and then force 10, which is backed by the Chicago sky in the WNBA, Seattle storm in the WNBA on the women's side. Force 10 has been filling out women's rosters since the Olympics that yeah. wear the USA on the, on their Jersey. So yeah. those two organizations in particular, and, and there are many, many more, but those two in particular have really put the emphasis and the onus on growing 3x3 as not just, uh, well, I can't run up and down anymore. It's all about, yes, I can make money. Yes, I can travel the world. Yes, I can make a living playing 3x3. And those two organizations are really putting the onus on that to help grow the sport. Yeah, and they're, and they're, put, and they're, they're utilizing like young talent you know like you said they aren't they aren't going for the quote-unquote throwaways they're developing young talent some of the best talent and getting them to invest in in 3x3 i think that's a that's a good thing um let's swing it back over to europe for a minute though because we also had that Prague masters um and yet another yet another different world tour winner dave b the depth is deep we've been the, the word of the year has been parody no, I know, but it also shows you how impressive Hub's consecutive wins are. That's true. That's true. Because and it's not happening. No, they are the closest. They are the closest team to, if you want to say, a dominant team. But we've had five Masters. We've had four different winners. Oops, won two. They've been in three finals. Amsterdam's got one. Puerto Rico's got one. And of course, our latest winner, Team Jetta, in uh, got who got it done in Prague. So. Um, I'll be honest. I hadn't seen Ovidius Veranowskis in five years. This dude had been playing um, League One, uh, Lithuania five on five. Uh, he had pretty much, you know, given up on three x three for the time being. He focused on five on five, and I, I can't blame him. But it was a throwback for me because the last time I had seen him play was my first year calling three x three, twenty fifteen. Ovidius Veranauskas, he was playing with Team Vilnius uh, of Lithuania, and uh, he ended up winning MVP of the Lausanne Masters. So he was one of the very first, very first stars that I saw. And ironically, just to throw in the Red Bull uh, Regional 2, Paris Kyles. He he was also one of the very first guys who I saw in one of my first two tournaments in 3x3. And I've seen both of these guys kind of turn back the clock it kind of comes full circle although pk is, hasn't left 3x3 but he's still on top he's still playing at a really high level uh and now veronowski seeing what even though he didn't win the bp that was nemanja draska but he he had an argument i mean they, you could have handed mvp to either one of those dudes that jetta team looked look outstanding to me in pro it's interesting because they've got a really good mix of young guys and some and some wily vets like you just mm-hmm. talked about I mean, they've got a really good mix. And it's it's interesting now to see the teams that are not the not Lehman, not Riga, because those those lineups are, are pretty set and, and 
but it's interesting to see all the other teams from like Jeddah, the teams from Lithuania, the different teams that are now trying to figure out what that four player mix is and it's changing up a little bit. I mean, you mm-hmm. see even the guys from Belgium trying out, there's a, a couple of uh, at least one different player when yeah. they haven't been at full strength that has come in and played decently well for them. You see it all over the place. People are doing the juggling act now, trying to figure out, okay, what's our missing piece? And I'm telling you, that fourth man, and Mm -hmm. I think we said this a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Fourth man is more important now than ever. In the six years that you've done 3x3, that fourth man now is more important than ever. It's vital. It's vital. It can be the, that player can be the difference in, in you winning or losing. And you can see it with Riga. Edgar's crewman's absence has been, it's been, I mean, it's been glaring. It's been glaring. I pointed out in years past, you know, we give a lot of love to Miezis and, and Las Manas. And, you know, we, we also sprinkle in a little bit for Chavars as well. But I'm telling you, Edgar's crewman's is the glue that holds that team together. When when neither Las Manas or Miezis is, has it going, this dude's shoot, two-point shooting is deadly. He's always got effort on defense, but he's been injured since the Olympics. They haven't been the same team. They haven't won a single Masters. Um, right. Lehman, another one of the top dogs, you know, which is uh, kind of hard to believe with them having eight Masters titles under their belt. None this year. This has been the most wide-open year ever. And, and, you know, they've essentially been intact, and they haven't been able to to get it done. Um but you know, back to the, the fourth man um, discussion, and you know, you look at Antwerp, and I think you can still see the absence of Raphael Bogart. Some, you know, kind of glaring with that team, and you know, they could have used some big rebounds late. They end up losing to a long in the tooth um, Serbian team that used to go by Zamoon. I think they go by Pirat now. They lost in, a, in the uh, in overtime. You know, I think if Bogues is on that team. And they got his size, his rebounding, and his shooting. I think you see a different outcome in that game. So and, it, it's and really way, one through four. No, it is. And by and sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. But by the way, thanks a lot, Bogues, for uh, as we said last episode, you're the you're the number two. You're the really important piece that needs to step up in that Belgium slash Antwerp team. And you don't play in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> but. But it's but it's it's all it's all very true. I mean, you saw Nick Sella step up yeah. and offensively do some things we had never seen from him. Um, yeah, just because he's got the ability. Well, he's got the ability, but he's always been the guy that has um, worked off of other one options. Mm-hmm. He's never been that clear it out for me. I'm going to go get mine. He's never been that guy. I don't think he's wired that way. But his game can be that way if he wants it to be. Yeah. So I and look, we talked about crewmans yesterday as we were doing. Uh, pod prep and I agree look there's there's got to be a guy that will guard somebody bigger and still get a rebound there's got to be a guy that understands who needs the ball where and when there's got to be a guy that says okay you're not so I will mm-hmm. those those guys understanding the roles in, in basketball period and understanding your role and understanding where you can contribute where you can't are always important it doesn't matter if it's 5 on 5 or it's 3x3 but in 3x3, it's so much more important because if you got somebody working outside their zone and trying mm-hmm. to do things that they are not comfortable with, not very good at, to be totally blunt, it's a killer. And he's the guy that can do it all. He's not a superstar, but he is that dude. 
for Riga. Yeah. He's that you know, you know and, and man, his ankle, I felt so bad for him in the Olympics. When I mean, they were trying to tape up and they had like duct tape and electrical tape and all kinds of stuff on his on his shoes trying to get him back in the game. He just couldn't go. He gave it a go, just couldn't. But, but nobody nobody wanted him more. You could tell nobody oh. nobody wanted him more. So yeah. it's not just his playmaking, it's that, you know, it, there's something to be said for, you know, that emotional leadership too, that leading by example. If I'm playing on a team with a guy who's got, who just <laughs> broke his ankle and he's fighting and clawing to get back in the game, he's trying to tape it up himself. If you don't want to go and play with a dude like that, something's wrong with you. He's got what you like and he's a dog. Yeah, definitely. He's a dog, he's a dog. for real. He's a dog. We're going to see. I, I, we'll see if he's back. I mean, we're, we're, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're coming up on the tail end of the world tour season. We've only got a couple more masters. We heading to Abu Dhabi and then Mexico City. And then there it is. We got the world tour final in Jeddah in December. And the cool part about that, if you're Edgar Scrumman, if you're anybody else that's a bit beat up or you've got work obligations and you can't play or whatever the case may be, you've got a month coming up because we got we don't play again until october 30th on the world tour right right and then yep. this and then that last regular season spot is like 10 days later right so you've got some time to ice it and elevate it and get things back to where you can contribute so that's the interesting part going into this and i look i realize it's a point system and all this other stuff that i will never understand how fiba does it player rankings team rank i don't understand it but <laughs> we'll and I, I look, I'm straight up. I don't even try. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I like I got a, an adding machine, and I'm trying to figure out, you know. But, um, you calculate player values. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm like pi r squared, and I, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. But you've got time to get healthy, and yeah. if you're Riga, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity to get healthy, get everybody back on the floor at the same time. And show the people that you're the best team in the world in three x three. They gotta, they gotta shake it off. They gotta shake it off mentally. Um, yep. I think they should be disappointed in the way that they've played um, post Olympics. I think the hangover with them has lasted long enough. I think that they had enough. They had enough in Prague to certainly make it beyond the quarterfinals. They lost to a three-man Utena Uni Club team. Hey, we 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 he's sitting here talking about how important it is to have four players, and you tend to uni club out of the way you beat them with three, yeah. in, in one of the biggest upsets of the year. This is still you still got Lasmanis, you still got Strikers, you still got Strelnik. These are, I mean, these are no no slouches in terms of of guys that are going to step in when, when your your main guys are gone. You know these guys that play well, and and man to see him and obviously you still got Chavars too. To see him fall flat in that way, um, you don't know, man. That was a little bit alarming to me. I, I um I certainly hope that Riga is playing possum and they saving their best for last. I can't really hate on Lehman because they did get all the way to the final. So they, they were there. I mean, they were knocking on the door. Um, but man, this is no longer a league that's run by the top dogs. It's, it is it's it's really a uh anybody's tournament to win any given tournament and well and if Riga's playing possum they're gutsy I'm because it has because they've been it's exactly right playing possum they've been asleep since tokyo <laughs> you're damn right yeah. they got us fooled you know so if if that's what they're doing heading into these last two events before the final engine you're gutsy i'll yeah. give you that and and 
don't understand. Gargarin, Gargarin, Gargarin uh, can't escape criticism too. This is this is the Olympic silver medal team, and yet when it time comes time for them to show up on the pro tour, it doesn't translate. It hasn't translated, so they don't. Let me, I don't think they should escape criticism either. No, and you know I dig Gargarin, um, but let me ask you this. Because again, we, we say this and it's true, and I'm I'm I I will always be playing catch up with three x three. But you have forgotten more about this than I know. But you, let me ask you this: How many of these guys are learning what it means to be a pro? Especially if we look at Gagarin, you look at young guys, mm-hmm. you get the success in the Olympics. You're trying to figure out how to balance photo shoots, new sponsors, travel. Yeah. Whatever else your gig is, if you don't make it a full, if you're, if you're, in, you know, your paying gig isn't 3x3, you've got all the family, all the social. Sure. Five, five on five pro men and women understand what it's like to, for this to be your living and how to juggle all those things. And look, it's not easy. Yeah. But I wonder you're juggling success, world recognition now because of the Olympics. So there's good and bad to that. Mm-hmm. But you wonder how many players are truly trying to figure out, oh, so this is what it's like. Yeah, well, it's a case. Because, of, think about it. Just, gold, gold and silver, flat since the Olympics. Yeah. On the guy's side. And, and we've seen several players pick up new sponsorships. They've obviously had a lot of TV cameras in their faces. They've got media more media obligations now. So, yeah, the, the life of becoming a a 3x3 pro a star um is different you know they're they're just now stepping into that light because we're coming on the heels of the olympics so you know not to not to give them you know uh bail them out but you know i guess that is a, a little bit of a, a valid excuse it, it, well I, i'm not trying to even make excuses i'm just trying to figure it out like you are what's yeah. what's been what's been the difference i mean i know players juggle and move in and out and and we talk about crewman's injury, but I'm, it's not just them. It's like we talked about. It's Gagarin. It's it's Belgium, Antwerp. Yeah. It's you know all of these teams that um, that we're, we're just ruling the hype machine going into Tokyo. Yeah. And then they come out on the other side, and you're like, ah, yeah, something. Even, yeah, even in something. Amsterdam too. Although they did bounce back uh, winning yeah. the Utrecht uh, challenge. Matter of fact, shout out to just what Job say and. You know all the all the uh, the Dutch folks who who helped organize that uh, that Utrecht three uh, X three challenge. The venue was outstanding. I heard the out- atmosphere was crazy. Um, so yeah, just a quick shout out to them. I, I really like seeing what they were doing from afar. And I and I told you this before. I you know I know Dushan. You know Serbia may be um, the the genesis of of three X three, but the Netherlands from innovation to growing the game. The Come Netherlands on. are it's one A one B. Come on, yeah, and I and and, I, and I've seen them. I, I've seen you know some of the work that that federation has done, and you know the effort that they put into growing three x three from a youth perspective. Um, you know, I've seen their, them change their teams over the years. I've seen that team Netherlands compete. I mean, they were competing at the World Cup for gold back to back back to back years. Serbia we, was just seemed to be their Achilles heel. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it. I mean, six teams that were getting ready for Tokyo went to the Netherlands to train and right. play pickup. Right. And you've got teams from India and all over the world in the Netherlands because they're learning the style of play, trying to add their little bit of, of spice to it. 
They're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, they're just figuring it all out because seemingly, and it's very true, I love watching what the Netherlands, what they do on the floor. Mm-hmm. And everyone now is trying to replicate that. Yeah. So, again, 1A, 1B, Serbia, Netherlands, right there, with yeah. everybody all else right. trying to figure out. And, okay, we, we mentioned Dushan. Yeah. So, last podcast and on social, we asked on the heels of the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame inductions two weekends mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. We asked if you had to pick two guy, two men, two women to induct in a FIBA 3x3 Hall of Fame, who would it be? And we got great answers on social. So thank you for yes. everybody that, that hit us back on social. Um, and I, I feel very confident in saying that on the guy's side, one of your two is the same as one of my two, and that's Dushan Bull. Okay. Yeah. You let the cat out the bag. Uh, but well, I don't on. think that. It's, I don't think it was. It's a no-brainer. Of course. I mean, it's it's the goat. It's, it's Dushan Bullet. Now we are looking at a small sample size. We're talking about a decade. You know, this league has essentially been in existence for a decade. But when you look at a four-time world champion a four, four-time Pro Tour champion, a two-time European champion, over 20 MVPs, uh, World Tour Masters wins. The, I mean, the body of work speaks for itself. And, and not only that, when you evaluate him just as an individual player from a skill perspective, um, from a sauce pers- perspective, just having that extra pizzazz that he kind of adds to the game, um, killer instinct, big shots, Dushan's had it all. I mean, his resume is about as a is about a, as perfect as it could yeah. look, you know, and for his, somebody who's who's going to get inducted to a Hall of Fame. And his lasting legacy on younger right. players. Oh, for certain. In and, in and out of Serbia. Right, right. Uh, even now, look. Yeah, even now, you know, he he had a huge influence on Team Jetta. They trained at his at at Bullet's court in Serbia. For the Prague Masters, they were shouting out Dushan at the end of the at the end of the tournament. So, I mean, yeah, his his imprint is all over the game. And that that was a shoe in for certain. He was going to be uh, number one. Yeah. Now, now number two. Now let's just say the rest of ours are going to be completely different. And yeah, you okay. don't know mine, and I don't know yours. After that, no, them. we have not revealed. We have not revealed each other's well, number like- two. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go ahead and drop mine on you, Davey. I know you've been waiting. Let's go. I think the second automatic slot in the Hall of Fame on the men's side okay. has got to go to the Ice Man. Do you know who the Ice Man is? George Gervin? <laughs> no, he's about half the size of George Gervin. <laughs> Yasmin Herzogovac of Team Ljubljana, of Team Brezovica. Two-time World Tour final winners. They were the only team really early on that was challenging Serbia, that was challenging Novi Sad, Awada, Dushan, and that Serbian collection. Uh, they're the only other multi-time World Tour final winning team. Um, and he was the centerpiece of that team. Talk about one of the wettest shots in the game. You know, he was he was another one of the prominent players when I first started calling 3x3. Um, you know, he, he was 1A to Dushan. The Iceman was unbelievable. I think he scored over 50 points in route to an MVP um, at that 2016 um, World Tour Final in Abu Dhabi. And they won it in 2013. 
Um, so, and and you could talk about Tom, you know, uh, Tomo Chayich, and you could talk about Alice Kunch, you could talk about Blas Schreiner. You know, 3x3 is really hard um, to, to give people individual Hall of Fame nods because it really is so much more about that four man collective. I mean, I think I think you, you can put all the Novi Sad's players on there as well from from uh, Dayan Majstorovic. You know, most people probably would assume that I would say Dayan as number two, but you know, Marco Savage has had just as much as an, of an impact on their wins, and Marco Zadero, and, um, uh, Frankenstein, and, and that talk about that undefeated 32 and 0 season that that they had. So. Um, and we, we mentioned some of the Netherlands players, uh, Sjord Van Vilsteren and Jesper Jobsen and, and uh, Big Boss Rosendahl and, and Joey Shelvis and, and these guys. I mean, these guys have a claim. You talk about some of Piran's players, Simon Finsgar and Gaspar Obnik. I mean, nobody's played more 3x3 than these dudes. And they've been, you know, among the elite since the very beginning. Nadine Kavgich. You know, these guys have been there since, you know, 2012. So, you know, a lot of these. That's yes, probably them. That's, hey, that's probably Maestro calling you right now. Be like, what? <laughs> Try to hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, every one of them could make a case. I mean, every one of them could, could have a case to get a nod. And I think that, that eventually they will be, you know, Hall of Famers because of the way that they trailblaze. But for me, I had to give it to the the top dog on the second best team in terms of world tour final wins Yasmin Hersegovats representing nice. yeah had so, to do. so I didn't want to tick anybody off so my second on the men's side is not a player okay my second selection Dusan first okay my second selection on the men's side is Bob Elphinstone who was really President of FIBA in 2007 when they made the decision to put 3x3 in the Youth Olympics in 2010. What a smart pick there, Dave B. There you yeah. go. There you yeah. go. And I can pronounce his name. Come so, on. <laughs> so no, that, that's that was that's mine. Look, and it, it's funny because I'm I'm figuring it all out and I'm trying to look at it and I'm like, um, why hasn't Australia been better? <laughs> 3x3 we we talk about countries that are like coming like lithuania we talk about israel basketball crazy look ask ask your boy Corey. they're crazy well, who in australia i know and they got the, the 3x3 side, hustle more than the guy side yeah Maybe. well hold because they be they uh, they went they went double gold in i want to say 2017 australia mm -hmm. men and women took took gold at the asia cup the women have won a, a couple they when they when they played, they have been in contention. As I'm talking about, top three, top four. The talent my is there. My whole thing was why the they're not there consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Consistent. So yeah. anyway, and that may be uh, an Asia thing. I, I I don't know, but nevertheless, Bob Elphinstone is my second men's pick in the inaugural FIBA three x three Hall of Fame. I like that. Okay, it led to the Tokyo Olympics. I love it. I love it. That's a hell of a pick. That's a hell of a pick. All right, let's swing it, let's swing it over to the women's side. And this was hard for me. The the number one, my number one, for was was relatively easy. And I'm gonna go with Anastasia Logunova of Team ROC. ROC. Yep. Obviously, she helped um, you know lead 
ROC to a silver medal at the Olympic Games, um, which is iconic in itself. But before that, let me tell you, she has been one of the most dominant forces in women's 3x3 in the last five, six years. More, longer than I've been there because, you know, she won a gold at the World Cup in 2014. She won gold at the Europe Cup and the World Cup in 2017. I think she also medaled at the Europe Cup in 2014 as well. So she's a multi-time medal winner, gold medal, multi-time MVP at the European Championship, World Championship level. Um, unstoppable, clearly the centerpiece of her of her championship teams. And she caps everything off with a silver medal at, at the Olympics, even being a little longer in the tooth, so to speak, but, but still having the game to get it done and the leadership. Um, to get it done. I think that she's done enough. Her body of work speaks for itself. Russia competing in three of six World Cups. So she played in three, one, two. I mean, it's ridiculous. So her resume stacked. She deserves it. She gets my first nod. What say you? Who's your first? The women's side was a little more difficult for me than the guy's side because okay. there wasn't a there wasn't a Dushan bullet on the women's side. Like somebody right. that is hands down, no doubt. And they just face. launched the, the, the women's right. series in 2019. So, so we, we haven't had a pro league from them. Right. So, but I'm going to go to France. And I'm going to go probably younger than most Hall of Fame picks are. And I'm going to go Leticia Guapo. Okay. Because, I, well, one, obviously, I really like her game. But two, I mean, look, France, with, with, without NBA players involved, France has dominated when they wear the Jordan jerseys. And so you could you can make an argument for Toure. You can make an argument for her. But I, I'm, I'm going to go Guapo. I mean, top-ranked women's player in the world for consecutive weeks. And that's where I'm going. I know she's 25, 26. I get it. There's a lot of ball still ahead of her, yeah. but she is my first women's pick in the inaugural FIBA Three X Three And you know what, they be I can't I can't really argue with that because France has probably been the most the probably been the most dominant federation in women's Three X Three, certainly for the past couple of years since since yeah. 2019, starting the women's series and winning the the Europe Cup and um you know we've seen the way they've competed in the world championships as well I mean they are a perennial um podium finisher cannot take it away from she's been you know one one and one a best player on that team uh you know you throw Mina Toure in there as well and also Philippe Philippe who I think took MVP at that 2018. And, and Page um, is a nice player too. I oh mean and, and yeah and Page too but Okay, best player on the best women's team. Boom. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Okay. Now, number two gets a little. I gotta. I gotta be honest. Number two was very, very, very difficult for me to to come to terms on because I considered the Guapos. I considered the Toure's. I uh, I even considered um, there was a, a lady who played for France back in the day, uh, Dijon. And you want to talk about unstoppable. She was unbelievable. I think about Spain. I think of I think of uh, of Medievia, uh, Aitana Medievia. She's been the centerpiece of, of several Spain teams who have 
been knocking on the door um, of the World Cup and Europe Cup championships. They've been right there. Um, you know, you think of Apollo Palomares, uh, one of the best guards that have represented on Spain's team for a long time. But I, I could, I didn't go with a player from Spain. I didn't go with a player from France. I know that I didn't go with uh, Ray Ray of Team Italy. You know, even with her role to the World Cup, et cetera, et cetera. Here's who I went with, baby. Dora Medjesi of Team Hungary. Okay. <laughs> Two silver medals at the World Cup. People don't give Hungary enough respect. They are, as a team, they are a dog. They, I mean, they play the game with a ton of heart, a ton of effort. They're really well coached. She's got an MVP and a gold medal at the Europe Cup. 2016 and when i think about big shots i'm running through my head and i'm thinking okay you know big shots who, who have i seen that have had really huge moments individually in, in 3x3 and it kept the needle kept pointing to dora Medjes. you know i thought about you know 2019 and, and route to that silver medal and, and beating spain with her buzzer beater and you know some of the other huge shots that she's hit over the years and i'm saying all right, I got to give her the number two, the number two slot. Uh, her teams have been there. She has been the magician with the wand, kind of making mm -hmm. the magic happen over the she years. Plays really well in Paris and play really well in Paris too. Um, it's for me. It's got to be Dora Medjesi. Those are those are my those are my top two. Lo a lot, and then Medjesi gets in okay. as my second pick. My first was again was uh, Leticia Guapo. Right. My right. second women's pick. Also, like my men's, not a player. I like the way you're going here, Dave B. My second pick is Sarah Gamal. Who is okay. Sarah Gamal, you ask? The first Arab-African woman to referee 3x3 in the Olympics. Wow. So you are, yeah, you're really dig digging deep in your bag, Dave B. Well, you know, my bag's pretty shallow. But <laughs> like a ziplock, it's not like a, a, a full. But I, I just from look, twenty twenty one has been a year of making history, mm -hmm. um, and of course headlined by the Tokyo Olympics. And I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Sarah. Look, in a sport where in three X three where women referees ref both men's and women's mm -hmm. equal. Equal, equal, like we have talked about and how cool that is in 3x3 and how inclusive it is. Sargamal wore a hijab, refereed in the Olympics, and I'm going to give her my second spot. I am not mad at that. I'm not mad at that, Dave B. I went more player route. You went with the more uh, unorthodox uh, picks. But I think it gave uh, it gave three X three fans an opportunity to get educated on on a couple of people that they may not know, and uh, yeah, sheds light on a different dynamic. I like that, Davey. That's creative. I, if I was a teacher in class, I'd give you an A. I'd give you an A on your picks. Aww, that's nice of you. And yes. I I would give you an A as well. Just know that my 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 frame of reference is not quite as large as yours is. <laughs> well, well, but it's all about to me. If you're going to do it, I mean, I I'm thinking, okay, if we're going to open this up for the very first time, who are the groundbreakers? Who are those people? Yeah. And so that's kind of I went with the mix of player, non-player, because there are some people that are responsible and some people that are leading the way by not scoring a point. 
Yeah, I think that's very true. Cool. Oh, you know, yeah. I'd be remiss not to mention players like I'm thinking about to the I'm, I call them the old days now, but I think back to six you know, years some ago. Yeah, the six years ago. <laughs> uh, I was so much younger then. You Mike, Michael Linklater of Team Saskatoon. He represented Canada. Yeah, yeah. Even a even a Michael Money in the Bank Hicks and what he's done for Poland over the years, he's been sure. one of the most feared scorers um, in three x three. These are people who have had an imprint. Anybody, you, a lot of these guys who you see on some of the promo uh, pictures and stuff, uh, they and they've been there for a while. They're there for a reason, and it's because they've been some of the faces of the game, the, some of the pioneers, some of the trailblazers that have kind of helped make three x three what it is. Well, the cool part about a Hall of Fame is it has more than one class. So all these folks got an they got a they got a way in. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned those guys, Stevie Sir is another guy. Oh yes, yes sir. And well, they, then the cool part is we were always wondering, hey, what's he going to do now after essentially retiring after the the World Tour stop in Montreal, and yeah. he is over working out Team Mongolia right now. There you go. So he's trans he's translating that three x three knowledge and spread. Look, yeah, yeah. That so I mean, that was fun. That was a, and that was a good idea, Dave B. I like that. I try, you know. Yeah, the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame. Um, I think we got to start working on our top ten oh, yeah. players. In the game. Our top, well, maybe maybe a top five, maybe our top five players yeah. in the game. And we're gonna have some time to do that because again, we don't play till before Halloween. True, true. So, but we will we'll have some we'll have some three x three action. I, it, I'm happy to see that things are really heating up here in the states. Yep. So we're we're seeing a lot more tournaments, and Red Bull has a few more regionals that'll be going down. So, um, you know, we will get a little bit of three x three action before we get back officially to the uh, to the world tour. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a much lighter month as we head down the final stretch here. Yeah. Look, I'm just glad you got a chance to get some laundry done and go grocery shopping. That's great. Man. And it not be in Switzerland or somewhere I else. Can't, I can't lie, man. <laughs> I have been looking forward to getting back home oh. and relaxing for a bit. I went from Paris to Switzerland for a bit to Prague, uh, two minute from Prague to LA for two days, then to Minneapolis, and now, <laughs> now I'm back. As, nothing feels quite as good as that bed at the crib. Oh man, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah, and shout out again to our guys Q York. They've been yeah. keeping us laced with the tracks uh, all podcast long. Uh, and listen, y'all keep y'all support us. Show us some love. Give us a follow. Follow me on my personal IG at three x three the voice. Follow the pod, the voice on three x three podcast. Follow Dave B at Dave A Bar. Right. You got it. There we go. Um, the voice on 3x3 on Facebook. You can find me on there, Kyle Montgomery. We're going to be pumping the pot. We're going to be dropping more 3x3 uh, 3 content and just continue to feel the conversation. Nobody else is talking about this. Nobody else is really talking a lot about 3x3. So, you know, we, we hope to be your source for that. Y'all show us some love. No, that's right. Um, listen, subscribe, rate, review, all those kind of things that... Uh, Look, we, we appreciate everybody that listens. We do, we do. And I see the numbers and I, I see what countries they're listening in. And it's just overwhelming that yeah. people in 42 different countries listen to our podcast. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know and what? It does not go unappreciated, I promise. And you know what? We encourage suggestions as well. Suggestions yeah. as well. What, some, what are some topics that y'all would like for us to talk about? Uh, we're all ears. We're all ears. We, we, we can get into it all. 
Social is wide open. DMs are always open. Unless you got no something doubt. negative. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, keep the negativity to yourselves. We Look, we're just scratching the surface now. But uh, cool. This was a good. lot of fun. I'm glad you're home safe. This was fun. Now we've uh, got a little bit of uh, continued rolling with Red Bull, and then we'll get back on the world tour in Mexico City and everywhere else in, in between soon. The end of the year is going to be so interesting to watch. Who bounces back? Who emerges? The surprise stories. It's, yeah. uh, it's all going to be here. And, and uh, Kyle, I know you're going to be your favorite person following it on. Yeah, who qualifies to Mexico City from that yeah. uh, Charlotte South Regional. Keep an eye on that, people. And as always, we'll see y'all back again on the Voice on 3, 3X3 podcast in a couple of weeks. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. For Dave B, I'm the Voice of 3X3, Kyle Montgomery. We'll see y'all next time on the Voice on 3X3 pod. We'll holler. Peace. He's good. Found in Africa, we all were black. But as our ancestors crossed the Sahara, our hair became straight and our eyes became slanted.